Welcome to the Freelance Indexer Exchange. I'm Michelle Giuliano, and I'd like to start a conversation with you about indexing. I sometimes find the business of freelancing lonely and isolating. How about you? Do you ever wonder whether it has to be this way? So let's talk about the hard stuff, because we can do better together. Hello, and thank you for joining me for episode 11 of the Freelance Indexer Exchange. Today, we're going to follow up on episode 10, where we talked about how to prepare for a virtual conference. We're going to talk now about how to connect with people that you met, and I'm using met in air quotes, after a virtual conference. This was a busy weekend because ASI held its virtual conference, and I presented and attended the conference, and I'm going to talk to you about how I connected with people afterwards. But first, I'm going to give you a brief summary of my presentation because it's relevant to this episode. My presentation detailed my experiences with index edits. I talked about how at first, I felt like I missed out on the days when publishers still hired in-house indexers, and how I idealized that job because there was an editor to go over the index before it was added to the book. I always felt that there was a lot of pressure experienced by indexers, mainly me, to create the perfect index, which we all know doesn't exist. Most of my talk detailed my index edit relationship with Lori Lavati, and I also spoke about the type of index edits and the process that we went through to have my indexes edited by her. I came full circle at the end, explaining that I realized I didn't want just an editor, someone who could make my indexes better. I realized that I longed for a colleague. I wanted to be in a working partnership with someone because freelancing can be lonely. And that's what I have with Lori. I'm explaining the arc of my presentation because Lori's and my relationship is a great example of a network connection that turned into a relationship, which to me is what networking is really all about, relationship building. So when you return, and I'm using air quotes again, from a conference, the first few days, those first few days are an ideal time to follow up with the people that you met because you want to continue to build upon the connection that you had at the conference, even if it's a virtual conference. I would say that Monday mornings are usually the best time to do this, but today is Tuesday. I'm getting this out to you guys a little late this week, and I apologize for that. But like I said, it was a busy weekend. And Monday wasn't the day that I connected with people. I did that this morning. Mondays, I usually designate for wrapping up my podcast, which didn't totally happen, and administrative tasks, and I did have quite a bit of catch-up indexing to do this Monday. So I had scheduled, and I knew I was scheduling it for Tuesday. And you do have to put it on your schedule because that makes it really helpful to build in the time to get this done. ASI's conference didn't have special breakout rooms between sessions or even for the Friday night happy hour. So that made it a little bit more difficult to connect with indexers. I still managed to connect with some people because I had made that my goal. And I talked about that in episode 10. I had made it my intention for the conference. And I'm glad I did because without being broken into smaller groups at a virtual conference, it's hard to make personal connections. If you're in person, it really doesn't matter the size of the group. You can mingle with each other, the person next to you, the person in front of you. You can go up to someone you know who's talking with someone you don't know, and you can introduce yourself to that group. I know it's hard to do as an introvert to do those things, but 
it's really hard to do something like that at a virtual conference. One way I made connections was I made use of the direct message chat feature to connect with people. But I didn't really want to send out too many direct messages because it can be distracting to that person during presentations. And a lot of people got up and left the virtual room in between sessions because we all needed a break. We needed to walk around. We needed to get a drink. We had to do all those kinds of things. So that wasn't even the best time to connect with people. I personally found it easier to make connections at the Index Manager breakout meeting. What a wonderful, welcoming bunch of indexers who use Index Manager. And the, the breakout meeting was so helpful. Here's a special shout out to that group and to Pilar's great presentation and willingness to answer all of our questions. I also enjoyed Domi talking about how Macrex users were all offered owls from Gail Rhodes' collection um, from her sister after she passed away. Spoke about that, I think, either during one of the network sessions, but it might have been during the happy hour. But these kinds of stories make me realize how we can all become a tight-knit group of people when we foster our connections. Gail was great about bringing people together, and she hosted, a, I think it was weekly or every other week, a session where Magrix users got together, and she would present some information or ask questions of the users on how to do certain things. And that helped generate a lot of chat and closeness among the group. I had the honor of talking with Gail many times as an indexing student and when I was starting out. She really enjoyed connecting people and maintaining those connections among people. And I think that's a great example of how to build relationships. Like I said, it was harder than I thought to make new connections at the conference, but I still exceeded my hope of making at least five connections. Success. Now it's time to follow up. I follow up by sending emails or connections via LinkedIn. An example of a great connecting email would be something like this. Hi, Anne. It was great meeting. Again, in air quotes, you at the conference. I am happy we were able to connect. I followed you up on your webinar suggestion. I knew after reading the description that you were right. It does look great. I can't wait to watch it on Thursday. I'll reach out at the end of the week and share my thoughts. During our brief chat conversation, you mentioned that you were thinking about venturing into textbook indexing. Feel free to write to me with any questions you might have. I typically have a textbook in my queue, so I should be able to help. Again, it was great to meet you. Again, those air quotes. More soon, Michelle. My email signature has my relevant contact information, along with my index subject specialties, which could help jog my connections memory. And it means that I won't have to add any of that to my email to keep it conversational. If you didn't have a detailed chat, but connected briefly with someone, your email could be as simple as, hello, name of indexer you want to connect with. I followed your conversation on chat, on the chat with other indexers about macros. I didn't have a lot to say because I've never used macros before, but I found your comments insightful. I can't remember if you mentioned the specific macro program you used. Would you mind sharing that with me? I'm a relatively new indexer, and this is something I definitely want to incorporate into my indexing process. Thank you so much, your name. Remember, indexers are a friendly and down-to-earth bunch. You shouldn't be intimidated to follow up with any of the presenters and thank them for presenting. You can briefly explain what you found helpful in their presentation, and if you want to keep the conversation going, ask a question, offer some insight, make a connection between their presentation and your own work. And likewise, you can connect with me via email, or if you specifically want to connect about this podcast, drop me a note in the exchange box. 
Requesting a LinkedIn connection is even easier. All you need to do is find the person and then ask to connect via LinkedIn. I always include a personal message to my connection request. Otherwise, it feels too impersonal. Like, I just want to add to my network rather than start a conversation or create a connection with someone. It can be as simple as, I enjoyed meeting you, again, those air quotes, at the conference, and I'd like to keep in touch. Or something more specific about a conversation you've had. But keeping it brief is fine. Another way to start a connection with people is to start following them on social media and communicate with them on their preferred platform. You can start by just following them and see what they post. And then as you feel comfortable, you can make a comment on something that they post. You can make a mindful comment and you can also consider sharing their posts. If you want to make more connections post-conference, you can also scan the list of attendees, go to their websites and see if anyone has a newsletter that you can subscribe to. There might be enough in that newsletter that is relevant and interesting to you to want to reach out to them in the future as you get to know their interests and their specialties through the newsletter. Not only do you have the potential to make a new connection in this way, but you also might discover ways that other indexers are presenting themselves to their clients and to other indexers. It's always great to see how other freelancers like to communicate. What else can you do? How about gathering a couple people together to rehash the highlights from a presentation at the conference? These can be people you already know and have a strong connection with. In order to meet new people, why don't you ask those people to invite someone so that you can have a larger group of, let's say, six or eight people, and you can chat via Zoom. As you know, a Zoom account is free, and you can use your Zoom account to chat for 40 minutes. That's a good length of time to get together and talk about one or two of the presentations. You never know, a few of you might want to do that again with a different topic or another part of the conference. You can also look over the list of participants from the conference and see if any of them live rather close to you. You can suggest a meeting in person at a local coffee shop or at a meeting room in a library. Usually you can rent those for free. I know I'm going to look at that list and see if there's some people near me. That's on my schedule for Thursday. And I'll ask them, do you want to talk about some of the presentations? I have a big long list of resources that I use for my index edit presentation. There's some really good information in that that I'd love to discuss with other indexers. Now that I've told you how to connect with people immediately after the conference, you should stick a reminder on your calendar to follow up with these same people in a few weeks. You don't always make a solid connection right away. Making a connection and building a relationship is like a path in the woods or through a field. It needs to be used repetitively and frequently to become wider and more noticeable. And that makes other people want to use it too. So build those connections. You might have to do some bushwhacking right now, and your path might not always go somewhere. But hopefully, a couple of those paths will become well-used trails for you. So there you have it. It's important to go beyond simply writing down names or emails at a conference Follow up with the connections you made. Remind them of how you met or thank them for some advice that they gave you at the conference by sending an email or a LinkedIn invitation. You can also connect with indexers you already know, but deepen the relationship by asking them to get together for a Zoom call or in person to further discuss a presentation or two. Or what each of you took away from the conference. Following up whether you attended a virtual or in-person connection, helps you build relationships. 
And now it's time for my See Also segment, where I give advice or a tip that's related to the main segment, but not directly. I just talked about sharing other indexer social media posts. And, you know, that's pretty simple when you're on the same platform as the person sharing the original post. You just share the link. But what do you do when you don't have an account on the platform that originally had the post? How do you handle that? Yes, you could create an account on that social media platform, but maybe you don't want to. Recently, Paula Clark Bain, yes, that indexer of the Index of History of Fame, shared a photo of an index entry that I had been looking for for a long time. One of my fellow indexers pointed it out to me because I would have never seen it because it's on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter account and I really don't want one. It's not my kind of platform. But I do have an Instagram account and I wanted to share it there. It was quick and easy to take a screenshot of the tweet and then use that as my Instagram photo. Take a look at my Instagram account, line by line indexer. That's hashtag line by line indexer, and you'll see how I did that. I'll also list my account in the show notes. So there you have it, another way to build connections with other indexers by promoting their social media posts and tweets with a screenshot if you don't belong to their particular social media platform. Remember, building relationships are so important when freelancing. After all, we're better together. And just I just want to mention one more thing before I hit the stop button today. The end of the season is coming up. I have just a few more episodes for you guys. I'm planning a Q&A episode for the end of the season. And I want to know, do you have any indexing questions about the business of indexing, getting started in indexing? How about some network questions or on the indexing process? Drop your question in the exchange box. There's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Freelance Indexer Exchange. Until next Monday, be well and do well, and happy indexing.